You're listening to the RBN Energy Blogcast. This is an audio version of RBN Energy's daily blog, the oil and gas industry's go-to source for insight. Every day, we cover commodity fundamentals, industry changes, and developing trends across energy markets. And now, we're making it easier than ever to enjoy our blogs. Whether it's on your drive into work, while you're at the office, or at home walking the dog, settle in, turn the volume up, and enjoy. Thursday, October 10th, 2019. That was then, this is now an update on Cushing-related crude pipeline projects. Published by Housley Carr. Crude oil inventory levels aren't the only thing in a constant state of flux at the crude storage hub in Cushing, Oklahoma. A year ago, we blogged extensively about Cushing's major players, storage assets and incoming and outgoing pipelines, as well as plans for new pipes that highlight the hub's continued significance, even in an increasingly Permian and Gulf Coast-focused energy sector. A lot has changed since then though. Some pipeline projects into and out of Cushing have advanced to final investment decisions, or FIDs, while others have floundered or foundered. Also, brand new pipeline projects have been announced, as was a big acquisition that will make energy transfer a major player in Cushing storage. Today, we begin a short series on recent developments at the Oklahoma Oil Hub and how they reflect changes in the ever-evolving U.S. energy markets. In the first episode of our eight-part Oklahoma Swing blog series in the summer and fall of 2018, we said that Cushing, a small town in central Oklahoma, fully deserved its nickname, Pipeline Crossroads of the World. With 94 million barrels of crude oil tankage, 3.7 million barrels per day of incoming pipeline capacity and 3.1 million barrels per day of outbound pipes, Cushing has long played a crucial role in 1. Receiving crude oil from an array of production areas, 2. Storing and blending crude, and 3. Distributing oil to mid-continent, Midwest and Gulf Coast refineries, and, more recently, to export docks for loading onto ships. As a testament to its market significance, Cushing for the past 36 years has served as the delivery point for the CME-NYMEX futures contract for Benchmark West Texas Intermediate, or WTI, crude. In Part 3 and Part 4 of the Cushing series, we reviewed the existing pipelines into and out of the Oklahoma hub and in Part 6 and Part 7, we looked at projects to either expand the capacity of existing pipes or build new, greenfield pipelines. Today, we turn our attention to what's transpired since last fall on the Cushing-related midstream development front. We'll start with a look at new inbound pipeline capacity to the hub. The biggest news here was the June 2019 decision by Phillips 66 and Bridger Pipeline to proceed with the construction of the 24-inch diameter Liberty Pipeline from the Bakken to the Rockies to Cushing. The capacity of the new $1.6 billion pipeline, which is backed by long-term shipper commitments, has not been announced, and will depend on the outcome of a supplemental open season the co-developers posted in July, but it will likely be at least 300,000 barrels per day and perhaps 400,000 barrels per day or more. The new pipe is scheduled to come online in the first quarter of 2021. Also on August 29, 2019, the co-owners of the 190,000 barrels per day Saddlehorn part of the 340,000 barrels per day Saddlehorn Grand Mesa pipeline from the Denver Julesburg, or DJ, Basin to Cushing committed to a 100,000 barrels per day Saddlehorn expansion. As its name suggests, Saddlehorn Grand Mesa is a combination of two pipeline projects, Grand Mesa Pipeline Company, which is 100% owned by NGL Energy Partners, controls 150,000 barrels per day of the pipeline's capacity. Saddlehorn Pipeline Company, which controls the other 190,000 barrels per day, is co-owned by Magellan Midstream Partners and Plains All-American, each with 40% stakes, and Western Midstream Partners, with 20%.
as part of the agreement to expand the Saddlehorn portion of the pipeline to 290,000 barrels per day by late 2020 Noble Midstream Partners was granted an option to buy up to a 20% ownership interest in Saddlehorn, with Magellan and Plains each selling up to a 10% interest to Noble if the option is exercised. Tallgrass Energy in turn continues to expand its Pony Express Pipeline, or PXP, from Guernsey, Wyoming, in the Powder River Basin to Cushing. This summer, Tallgrass completed a 20,000 barrels per day expansion of PXP that boosted the pipe's capacity to 420,000 barrels per day, that followed a 50,000 barrels per day capacity bump-up that the company finished last fall. Tallgrass on October 1, 2019, initiated a binding open season for shipper commitments to support yet another expansion of PXP from origination points in Wyoming to Cushing. Our understanding is that the potential increase in capacity would be modest in size, perhaps 50,000 barrels per day to 100,000 barrels per day, again, if demand warrants. Separately, Pony Express's owner this past Tuesday, October 8, 2019, initiated a binding open season for shipper commitments from Wyoming origination points to CHS Incorporated's 100,000 barrels per day refinery in McPherson, Kansas, which is located along PXP's route. CHS is a farmer and rancher-owned cooperative that is also involved in propane marketing and ethanol production and trading. One other change to Cushing's inbound pipeline capacity this year was on the White Cliffs Pipeline, which runs from Platteville, Colorado, in the DJ Basin to Cushing and consists of two 12-inch diameter pipes. One of the two pipes was taken out of crude oil service in May 2019, with a plan to convert that pipe to NGL service in December 2019. The switch reduced White Cliffs 215,000 barrels per day crude capacity by half, to 107,000 barrels per day. White Cliffs co-owners are SEM Group's Rose Rock Midstream subsidiary, with a 51% stake, Plains All-American, 34%, Western Gas Partners, 10%, and Noble Energy Salmon and Pipeline subsidiary, 5%. SEM Group announced on September 16, 2019, that it has agreed to be acquired by Energy Transfer for about $5 billion. More on that coming up. While the Liberty Pipeline is moving ahead and Pony Express continues to expand, Plans for another smaller pipe to Cushing appears to be on ice. Ergon Incorporated, which owns the general partner of Blue Knight Energy Partners and Alta Mesa Resources Kingfisher Midstream in May 2018 announced plans to build the 65-mile, 16-inch diameter Cimarron Express Pipeline from the Stack Play in Kingfisher County, Oklahoma, to Blue Knight 6.6 million barrel storage terminal at the Cushing Hub. Construction of Cimarron Express had begun and the 90,000 barrels per day pipeline been scheduled to begin service in mid-2019 but in February 2019 Kingfisher Midstream told Ergon and Blue Knight that due to a decline in expected production from Altamesa's dedicated acreage in the stack play, it had decided to suspend further investment in the project. Altamesa filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection on September 12, 2019. At least two other inbound pipeline projects to Cushing are still on the drawing board, with no commitments to build yet. For one, Tallgrass and Kinder Morgan so far have not pulled the trigger on their joint plan, announced in January 2019, to provide 550,000 barrels per day of incremental takeaway capacity out of the Powder River and DJ Basins to Cushing as soon as the second half of 2020. Under the plan, parts of Kinder Morgan's existing Wyoming Interstate Company, or WIC, and Cheyenne Plains Natural Gas Pipelines between eastern Wyoming and south-central Kansas would be converted to crude service. Also, about 200 miles of new pipeline would be built from south-central Kansas to Cushing, Further, the plan calls for converting Tallgrass's Pony Express from light crude to heavy crude service, with the heavy crude to come down from Western Canada. And then there's Enbridge's prospective 250,000 barrels per day expansion of its 585,000 barrels per day Flanagan South Pipeline, 
which runs from Enbridge's Flanagan Crude Oil Terminal near Pontiac, Illinois to Cushing and is part of the larger Western Gulf Coast Access System, or WGCAS, that Enbridge developed to transport larger volumes of Western Canadian crude to the Texas Gulf Coast. Completed in 2014, Flanagan South was installed parallel to Enbridge's 193,000 barrels per day spearhead pipeline, which also transports crude from the Flanagan Terminal to Cushing. That's the latest on new crude oil pipeline capacity into the Oklahoma hub. In the next episode in this series, we'll look at new storage capacity within Cushing, as well as energy transfers and pending new role as a major Cushing storage player. We'll also discuss Cushing's outbound pipeline projects, a number of which have advanced to FID in recent months. That was then, this is now was written by Vance Brescia. When Arista record label head Clive Davis heard the song, he decided it would be the comeback single featured on the new Monkees hits collection, Time and Now, The Best of the Monkees, which would also coincide with the group's 20th anniversary tour. The album, released in July 1986, included three new recordings from the band. That was then, this is now went to number 20 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. A video of the song received heavy rotation on MTV. Contemporary Christian musician Josh Wilson has a different song by the same title released in 2015. The Monkees are an American pop rock band formed in 1966 for the television show The Monkees. A highly successful show ran from 1966 to 1968. The group has done sporadic tours since their official breakup in 1971, with various members participating. The Monkees have sold more than 75 million records worldwide. They have released 13 studio albums, 8 live albums, 31 compilation albums and 19 singles, and are members of the Pop Music Hall of Fame. Personnel in the band were, Mickey Dolenz, Michael Nesmith, Peter Tork, and Davy Jones. Davy Jones died in 2012, and Peter Tork in February 2019. Michael Nesmith and Mickey Dolan still tour together as the Mike and Mickey Show. This has been the RBN Energy Blogcast. Thanks for listening.